Hi, I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. We're the insiders. So Scott, the, the, the thing that's kind of the elephant in the room, redistricting, what's going to happen? Where are the Republicans coming from? What's happening with the Supreme Court? Give me your take. Well, when I listen to uh, Democrats give speeches or get their fundraising appeals, apparently they know how it's all going to turn out. The Wisconsin Supreme Court is going to give them a Democrat-friendly map. Um, I see it again and again. So I'm I'm not saying she's prejudging in her case at all, but apparently the Democrats already know how the thing is going to turn out. So um, I think, you know, in given that environment, I think actually both parties figure that the Supreme Court of Wisconsin is about to give the Democrats a much friendlier map than the one we presently have uh, in the state of Wisconsin. And as a result, you know, you've got uh, folks like Robin Voss moving pieces on the chess table, trying to figure out if there is a way uh, to block action or to delay action in this matter. Uh, he rattled um, the sword of impeachment um, here for a while, uh, which is something that the Republican base really supports. But most other people think that that is an extreme response um, to uh, an, uh, the uh, non-recusal that is expected uh, from Judge Protasewicz and her participation in giving the Democrats a friendly map. So I think Robin then, uh, Mr. Speaker, <laughs> then went out and uh, decided that what he would do was give the Democrats what they've been asking for for the last uh, six years, which is we want nonpartisan redistricting Iowa style. So we had the Legislative uh, Reference Bureau draft exactly what they asked for, even accepted seven amendments to tinker to make it exactly what they asked for, and then they voted against it. The governor said he would veto it if it got to his desk. Um, the Democrats no longer want nonpartisan maps because they are convinced that they are going to get Democrat-friendly maps from the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Well, Scott made a couple of key statements there. I think he, he he's analyzed this well from Robin Voss's standpoint. And the number one thing, that the word that you should pick out of Scott's entire soliloquy is delay. Delay. That is Robin Voss's game. I think Robin Voss is one of the best at seeing down the chessboard five or six moves. He realizes that he has a losing hand. And he wants to figure out, what can I do to just delay this long enough so I can put it over to the U.S. Supreme Court and say, it's too late, you've got to go with last year's maps. That's not going to happen. And here's the roadmap that I see. Delay is the only enemy of the Supreme Court on this. And I think what the Supreme Court will do, Protosewitz has now taken in the information about recusal. She will, I expect, immediately say, I'm not going to recuse. I think the Supreme Court will say, hey, uh, give us your briefs in the next three weeks and we're going to decide. Then the Supreme Court could, within a month, decide that these maps are, in fact, gerrymandered and they do not survive the test, the scrutiny that we apply to this case. The next thing they'll do is say, and I, I think here again on the delay side, I don't think the Supremes are going to name a special, uh, uh, special master. That would be a very time-consuming, difficult, and might push them beyond the delay. I think what they will do is call out for maps. They'll say, everyone, friend of the court, uh, the parties to this case, come and bring us your maps. And they might get 30 maps submitted to them. And they will sift through those maps, maybe even make a couple little changes, maybe not. And they will decide. That could all happen by the end of the year. And that would make these timely maps and we move forward. Ah, but Robin Voss says, I can, I can impeach Janet Prosevitz. If he does so, if he decides to go ahead with impeachment, 
What I expect will happen is that there will be people on the on the progressive end of the spectrum who will go in immediately to court, get an appellate court decision. I wouldn't be surprised if they get it three nothing saying this is an unconstitutional impeachment. It does not meet the crimes, misdemeanors or corruption standards set forth in our Constitution. And that will allow protosavits to go forward. It might delay them a month. Maybe they get maps at the end of January. Bottom line is the maps come in. Although I will tell you this, I have talked to Republican attorneys, and in particular one, who tells me, and I think this person knows what he's talking about, he believes there is no way that the maps will be in place for the next election. And I think one of the reasons he says that is he knows that Robin Voss is the master of delay and duplicity. And that's exactly what he's been engaged in here. First, he says, oh, let's give you the Iowa maps that I never thought could possibly work before. Will that work? Oh, it doesn't look good. Mobiles appoint three Supreme Court justices. Oh, yeah, they just all happen to be really Republican, even in one case, a Republican former sitting legislator and other conservatives who are definitely on my side. Like, that's going to make a difference. I wonder how many more arrows Robin has in his quiver. I'll bet there are a lot. But at the end of the day, he knows he's going to lose. So what is his game? Delay, 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 and it's not going to work. So Chuck laid out how he thinks the Wisconsin Supreme Court is going to handle this. And it is amazing how much the Democrats seem to know about how this Wisconsin Supreme Court is going to handle this. Um, I, I would say uh, two things. One, um, one of the justices uh, spoke out uh, earlier and said that um, she didn't think it made sense for them to uh, pick between maps from various parties. She thought it made more sense for the court to do it themselves. In fact, she said, we're not going to pick from a menu. We're going to order up what we want, um, which is an interesting uh, diversion or distinction from what you had said. The other thing I, I would I would I would warn Democrats. I mean, I know they see this moment. This is their big moment. They think they have a win coming. Um, but in 2025, control of the Wisconsin Supreme Court is back up for grabs in this state. Do we really are we really going to keep just going back and forth with courts flipping up old decisions from previous uh, courts? I, I just I, I gosh I hope we're not headed in that direction. There should be some stability in the law in Wisconsin, but I keep hearing from all my Democratic friends this long list of uh, Republican legislation that's passed over the last three decades that they're going to all get overturned at the Wisconsin Supreme Court. But I, I I would caution them because in 2025, this is all back in the voters' hands again. This will, not all those pieces of legislation will get overturned. However, Scott, you're right. There needs to be some certainty and the certainty is coming down and it's going to come down the same way Janet Prosewitz came down. She won by a landslide, an 11 point margin. And that is not going to change. Women in this state have had it. Other people who want fair fairness for whatever reason in redistricting, have had it. This Republican, uh, this conservative majority in the court will not, will not survive. And it will only get worse for Republicans. But I'll tell you this, as an attorney, uh, attorneys know that they can't talk to Supreme Court justice when they have any, even any inkling that there might be something. So I think the, the court is actually probably our most isolated political institution. They do not uh, talk to people on the outside. In, in fact, other than their family and friends, I, I don't know if they talk to anybody when something like this is pending. But I just, it, you just look at this roadmap. These are politically savvy people in addition to being judicially savvy people. And they just, they'll look at this and they'll realize their only problem here is delay. They have to get beyond that. I, I think you're right that the Supreme Court is saying, we won't just take a map. I think that's true. 
I think they will make some tweaks to a map, but they have to start with fundamentally, how is the basics of this going to look? They're going to get, I'll bet you, 10 at least, and probably as many as 30 different maps. And I bet that they will take one that's really close to where they want to be and then tweak it. I, I don't know, but I would think that that'll be it because you don't want to be drawing maps from the beginning. I, even though you and I, Scott, participated very deeply and directly in this in the, in the year 2000, I doubt that you ever have put your hand to paper and did anything or to a computer and tried to draw a map. You have to rely on others around you. And I think that's probably where we'll go. Then they'll have some savvy law clerk who will help them maybe tweak it a little bit. And that's the result you're going to get. But the main thing that they that they have to do, and I think they'll figure this out quickly, the problem with courts is that they're very slow. You know, there's a famous case that went on for 25 years, you know, in the court system. You can't have this. This needs to happen quickly. And so I think they will realize here's what we have to do in order to keep ahead of the game to make sure this happens. Otherwise, they'll be stuck in February or March going, oh, my gosh, how do we get this done? They need to act now. And I think they're going to figure that out because other I've seen other people out there who have figured this out. These are not these are not people who lack intelligence. They will figure this out and they will get it done. Well, one thing is for certain, and that is that there are a lot more exciting chapters in the story of the Wisconsin Supreme Court and redistricting coming in, in the days ahead. See you next time.